Today, we learn about ninjas. It's International Ninja Day, and you know, they're mysterious because sometimes they can be over here, and then they're over here, and then they're over here. Well, today, they're on This Is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Saturday, December 5th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. So it is National Candle Day. Uh, well, it's actually not national. It's just Candle Day in, in general. Uh, this is started by Bath and Body Works. Um, I guess, you know, they want to sell candles today. Um, but for some reason it, it appeared on my calendar and so I'm going to tell you about it. Yeah. Candle day. So, you know, if you want to have your house smell like cactus blossom or eucalyptus mint, um, today is totally the day to do it. Uh, apparently, um, people really get into this candle day thing. Um, cause you can buy single wick candles for $8, $8 for a candle. I just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not my thing, but uh, if it's your thing, then um, happy candle day to you. It's also International Ninja Day. And you know, I am going to tell you right up front here, I did not do a lot of research on uh, International Ninja Day um, because of the origin of it. And I'm not going to give you the whole story right now, but I'll tell you that later in the podcast. I actually had another podcaster help me out uh, with the podcast today to get the ninja segment done. So we'll tell you about that in just a couple of minutes. Um, but first, let's take a look at some of our events for today. In 1847, Jefferson Davis was selected as a U.S. Senator. Okay, you've heard the name, perhaps, right? Okay, Jefferson Davis. Back in 1824, President James Monroe gave him a cadetship at West Point. You know, the military academy, right? Then he went on to be a military officer. In 1845, he was elected to the House. A year later, he resigned and he went back into military service. In 1847, as I mentioned, on this day, he was appointed to fill a Senate seat. In 1853, he became the Secretary of War. He served in that position until 1857, and then it was back to the Senate. He resigned from that position in 1861. And why did he resign? Well, because a month later, he was elected president of the Confederate States of America. Now, post-Civil War, he was captured by Union forces and charged with treason. This story sort of amazed me. I didn't know that he was a senator, a member of the House, and the Secretary of War prior to leading, essentially, the other side. Pretty crazy. Yep. All right. In 1933, on this day, people were celebrating. Why were they busting out the wine? Why were they having some beer and vodka and rum and brand? Why were they doing this? Well, it's because they could. Yeah, the 21st Amendment was signed, ending prohibition. Uh, it's hard to believe. 14 years, this country was dry. Uh, no, no drinking. Yeah, well, actually, no sales or manufacturing. You could actually drink during prohibition. That wasn't legal, but you just couldn't get it anywhere. Um, there were some states, however, that just never enforced any of the regulations, like Maryland, for instance. Um, you could actually 
go get a drink in Maryland during uh, Prohibition. There was also all of these other little places that you could go and find, right? And uh, actually, thousands of people died drinking tainted liquor because it wasn't, you know, actually made correctly in the correct process. So um, in case you're thinking about it, you know, congressmen, senators, president, whatever, thinking about it, you know, people die if you do prohibition. That's not a good thing. Let's never do that again. All right. Taking a look at 1974, Monty Python's Flying Circus aired for the last time on the BBC. You know, everybody's heard of this show and some people may actually think that Monty Python is just a person, some guy named Monty, right? Well, it's not. It's actually, it's a comedy troupe, Monty Python. Uh, it's six members in there, including John Cleese and others. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a comedy troupe. Uh, they did this show on the BBC from 1969 to 1974. But check this out, just 45 episodes. And look at this, in 2020, it's still being talked about, at least on this podcast. Yeah, Monty Python. Um, you know, I never quite got the the humor <laughs> in some of these bits some of them were yeah they were pretty funny uh silly walking and dead parrots and things like that um there were some funny bits in this for you to check out maybe look up a top 10 list or something like that but uh yeah um monty python um went on to make five movies um it's still shocking to me 45 episodes over four seasons that's all it was and people are still talking about it so it definitely was a, a big show on the telly over there on the other uh side of the water. And now for something completely different. Uh, last year in East Grand Rapids, a five-year-old, Michael Clark Jr., he invited his entire kindergarten class to his adoption hearing. This was the final step in basically making his adopted parents his official parents. And uh, yeah, it's a, a beautiful story. If, if you want to smile today, uh, YouTube this, uh, go check it out. Just uh, YouTube Michael Clark Jr. Adoption and uh, super awesome. <laughs> Makes you feel great. Hey, uh, we have got an interview coming up about ninjas. Yeah. And I didn't do the research on this. So I invited Mario Reed. He hosts a podcast called Ohm and uh, he did all the research for me because, well, you'll, you'll hear why in just a minute. And by the way, we're talking about, you know, ninjas, like, you know, the guys that dress all in black, have knives and all that stuff, not ninja, the YouTuber or ninja, the blender. Um, yeah, we'll fill you in right after this. And welcome back. It is International Ninja Day today. And, you know, I, I looked up, because I do, you know, the origin story of this day. And it turns out that it's because the movie The Last Samurai was released on this day. And fans of the movie decided to put this day together. And so it became International Ninja Day. There's another Ninja Day that's celebrated in Japan. But we're talking about this one today. Um, based on a Tom Cruise movie, The Last Samurai. So, you know, because of my feelings for Tom Cruise, I just didn't want to do research into this. A uh, little known fact that is now becoming a, um, you know, everybody else that's listening to this podcast is going to know this. Um, I don't like Tom Cruise. 
Yeah, I didn't like him in the beginning. It's not because of the Scientology and all that crazy stuff that's been going on lately, um, you know, with him. But uh, no, it's Tom Cruise. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't really have a good reason for my dislike of Tom Cruise, but I dislike him. So there you go. I, I didn't watch the movie. And so what I decided to do was get a little help uh, in researching ninjas by bringing on Mario Reed from the podcast Ohm. Hey, Mario, uh, you know, thanks for jumping in. You've got some information uh, about ninjas for me, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks for helping me out today. Hey, uh, I got to know first, uh, are you a Tom Cruise fan? I like Mission Impossible, but I think I watched one through four. I haven't watched anything else. Not even Top Gun, surprisingly. I think I fell asleep through the beginning of it. Yeah, you know why? It's because that movie starred Tom Cruise. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, if it didn't, you'd probably love the movie and be watching it all the time. Um, all right. Let's uh, get off of the uh, Tom Cruise subject here and talk about ninjas because everybody loves ninjas. Yeah. Uh, what have you learned about uh, ninjas? Uh, ninjas came out or they started popping up in Japan around like 1600s. And they were unconventional fighters compared to the normal samurai that were used to face-to-face -face warfare. Hmm. They were more stealthy, more assassin-like. They were more focused on finishing the mission or not dying instead of having their honor intact. Hmm. They eventually all fell, fell under the tutelage of uh, Aisu Tokugawa, which was a shogun at the time. And he eventually made the ninjas into kind of like his royal bodyguards. And they worked in his palace hmm. up until, I want to say, like the 1800s. Wow, you went all the way back to the 1800s. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what about uh, some of the current history for ninjas? Yeah. I mean, we don't know what the current history is like because, mm -hmm. like, it's a secret. Oh, that's right. It's ninjas. They got to be, you know, stealthy and stuff. And so they're not you know, doing it. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I actually tried to get a ninja for this uh, show. They ghosted you. Yes, they did. So I didn't get to get a ninja, but you know, you uh, did all the research for me. So I thank you for that. Hey, what about the weapons that they used? Yeah. So they're actually like repurposed farming tools. You might have like a sickle or maybe like a hoe. If you play Minecraft a lot, you know about that. That's the only way I know I can really tell you about that. <laughs> right. Maybe like bear traps and stuff like that. Anything they could get their hands on easily that can be used for self-defense. So if they were like a podcaster, they'd use their microphone. Yeah. And just choke somebody out with the cable or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think they also use like poison powders and stuff like that. Like it was a complete mystery going up against a ninja. You know, I've heard of like ninja stars, right? Did they uh, did they go into that in uh, doing your research on this? They actually didn't. That was the one thing I was surprised about because one of the only things I knew prior to like uh, hearing about coming on the podcast and studying about ninjas was shurikens, kunai knives, and uh, watching Naruto, so like the anime stuff. You know uh, what I did? I watched uh, a little bit of ninja on uh on youtube and uh you know the the streamer the twitch streamer yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah that was my research for the show uh, it, it didn't really help out much but I, I did learn how to play minecraft again um what about the female ninjas i i hear that uh, there yeah. were a, a lot of female ninjas. yeah i actually saw like there was clips in the video that were talking about uh how females unlike samurai where females were kind of shunned from being in that profession 
uh, female ninjas are actually celebrated and trained just like the men would. I think it's like the element of surprise because mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect them to actually be attacking you. Clearly, you haven't been to my house when I haven't mowed the lawn. Uh, what if I wanted to become a ninja? Can I do it? Uh, I think it's a combat art. So if you could find somebody that's a professional in it or certified to train you in it, mm-hmm. it's there. As mm-hmm. far as the weaponry and all of that, especially the poisons, you might have to <laughs> go somewhere else. Yeah, that's difficult. <laughs> you might have to be digging somewhere Google can't take you. Right. Yeah, get on the dark web. <laughs> hey, thanks for not laughing when I said I was going to become a ninja. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, thank you for doing all this uh, this research for us. Uh, and you know what? I would love to listen to more of you. Uh, I would love to do that on your podcast. Tell us about your podcast. So OM is actually an acronym that I came up with. It stands for Emit Herd Mentality. Um, so I'm a college student at a tech school, and I kind of wanted to, they use a lot of acronyms on campus, and I wanted to incorporate something into that that would show a little bit of like who I am and where I come from. The mm-hmm. OM itself, when it's not an acronym, just the name stands for resistance in the circuit. So we're kind of, the community I'm trying to build up with the podcast is like resistance of the social norms that we may have just like following other people and following their like interests just because that's what the majority thinks is cool. And you're trying to fit in mostly just standing out for yourself, um, critically thinking about what's going on around you and the decisions that everybody else is making and how you're going to act. And ultimately what do you want in your life? And how are you going to find fulfillment through that? I'm going to ask you this. What have you learned by doing this podcast and all the interviews? The biggest thing I've learned is that everybody's vision of success is different. As you can see, like through podcast episodes, in my recent one, I've had a pastor that was uh, writing a book. And then from my first or second episode where I have my first guest, I have a rapper. And then there's just a huge spectrum of people that I want to hear about and how their career and profession brings fulfillment to them, what makes them happy and what makes them keep trying to make themselves better Mm -hmm. in that motivation from interviewing them and how passionate they are about what they do. It just put a fire inside me to really try to make not only own, but any of my other professional endeavors, something that was generally from the heart and, the best that it could be. Oh, that's great. So what about, okay, so you, you mentioned uh, you're, you're going to college, uh, you're doing internships, things like that. How has the podcast help to like prepare you for those interviews and internships and other things in life other than podcasting? I guess one way, especially with interviewing, if you've never interviewed before or you've interviewed a few times and you've come up with no luck, mm-hmm. It's usually because you have a hard time fitting yourself in the interviewer's shoes. So, like, what are they looking for? Um, What are they expecting out of you initially? Because it's all about an impression. Mm -hmm. You have to realize they might be as nervous as you are because they don't know what to expect. (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. I've interviewed a lot of people uh, throughout my career. And uh, the advice that you just gave is is fantastic because, yeah, we're just as nervous. Uh, We don't know what we're doing sometimes. So uh, that's great. So uh, let's talk again just about your podcast. I know you just wrapped up a season. Uh, Are you coming back soon? Yeah, so I'm going to come back into the new year, January time. 
ready to just get more episodes out the way and bring more value to people. Awesome. Hey, and the uh, podcast is Ohm and Tom Cruise is not on there. Hey, thank you so much for joining me today. Anytime, man. Anytime. All right. Let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Former President Martin Van Buren. He died in 1862, but he was born on this day in 1782. Paula Patton turns 45 today. Anthony Marshall turns 25. Little Richard, who passed away earlier this year, would have been 88 today. He uh, was born in 1932. Frankie Munez turns 35. There's another one to make me feel old. And it's also Walt Disney's birthday. He was born on this day in 1901. That's your look at December 5th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>